Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, and I'm glad you're listening. Tonight I have on the program Karen. Say hi, Karen. Hi there. This is going to be a just a little bit different of a program on Healing Begins. I just want to talk about what God has been saying to each one of us in our quiet time with Him. You know, the other day, the Lord got me up at 4.30 a.m. I think sometimes the Lord has no concept of time when we need to sleep. But he got me up at 4.30 a.m. and I went out to my favorite spot in the house, which is a couch out in the living room upstairs. And I had my Bible and I got my old day-old coffee in my mug and my water. (laughs) And I just sat there and there was such a blanket of peace that just came over me. And I was like, God, this is so good. The peace was so strong, I felt like I didn't even want to. I felt like I didn't even want to say a word, to be honest with you. And Karen knows I can be chatty. I'm a talker. <laughs> and I just sat there in the peace. And what, what came to me was there's so many things that are happening right now that can cause you to lose a proper perspective. Yeah. And I find that when I'm in God's peace... And I, can, and I can finally get to that place where my mind is quiet. And some people can't relate to that, by the way. Or I can get to that place where I'm quiet and God's peace is there. All of a sudden, my perspective begins to get readjusted. Maybe I went through something during the day. I'll tell you one day I went into Wendy's and... Um, it was, there's so many things you can get in an argument nowadays. <laughs> and a guy asked me a question and he didn't like my answer. So he cussed me out. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy's my friend. And he just cussed me out. So I sat down at the table with him and smiled at him because he's still my friend and had a nice talk with him. And that was like, wow, I've never had that happen before. But that's the environment we're living right in nowadays. And so. It's really interesting. You might be having a great day and then you go to Walmart, not saying anything negative about Walmart, and you run into someone and they say something rude to you and all of a sudden your perspective changes. And to me, perspective is that everything. When you say it, Karen? Yeah. It's like a flip of a switch, right? You're like, it's going to be, it's a good day. And all of a sudden, boom. It's right? a bad day. <laughs> yes. So what's been God saying to you in your quiet time? Well, um... I think that, well, just actually yesterday, um, I've been getting up earlier, and um, during my exercise time, i actually listening to um, God's Word, either a teaching or just the Bible, Audible Bible, and um, the Lord just led me to the, the carpet downstairs in the basement, and um, it was a time of actually, uh, I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. Just re, just revealing to us, right, um, our some of our sinful ways, and yeah, that was what happened to me. Um, actually, it was yesterday. Yeah, uh, of just some things that wow, Karen, you you just didn't you didn't respond, and the uh, you know the fruits of the spirit weren't weren't happening in my life at that time, <laughs> and so I'm just so thankful the Holy Spirit just kind of just revealed to me some the sins that I had to repent and, um, you know, bring to him and asking for forgiveness. So it was a time of um, repentance 
and God examining, allowing him to examine my heart, my quiet time. And right after that, though, um, after asking for forgiveness, it was, um, the Lord gives me pictures, Gail. I know that you uh, know sometimes um, I share those. And I actually had um, a, um, a picture of a rocket on a launch pad. And I'm like, God, what are you saying here, you know? And again, my face is, you know, on, my face is on the carpet. I'm just trying to hear from the Lord. And he, um, he's like, I'm about ready to launch you into something new. Uh, everything that I have prepared you for. And I thought, wow, God. So, yeah, my quiet time, you know, is a repentance. And, and then God just revealed, gives me pictures or scriptures or even a song. So it's pretty amazing. You know, and I, what I think about, too, is, and this is why my quiet time, maybe we should call this quiet time. I don't know what we should call this uh, show today, but one of the things I think about when I get up early in the morning is, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to face today. I don't know what my day today holds, but I know who holds today, and that is Jesus. And I'm like, Lord, what do you want to do to prepare me? I know I need his peace to prepare me without Without that peace to get me through the day, um, I'm, I'm going to blow it somewhere along the line where I'm not going to treat somebody right or I'm going to say something wrong. You know, and that's just a natural part of life. And I think it's really good to examine ourselves at the end yeah. of the day, do an examine, Lord. Right. What have I said that was wrong? Please bring to my mind so I can go to bed. Because a lot of people... You know, they might be listening to this at 1 a.m. And then my question is, huh, I can't sleep, right? What's on your mind? And so many times I need the uh, time with the Lord in the morning. In fact, I woke up the other day and it said 444. That was a number on my clock. I'm like, okay, God, you're really... And by the way, I don't set my alarm for this. I say, Lord, I want to spend time with you. You wake me up whatever time you want. And the time is like between 4.30 and 5 a.m. Now, I'm usually here at work by about 7.30, 8 o'clock. I'm usually at work, so that will give me uh, one or two hours with the Lord, and then I get home at night, and I'm like, man, I'm tired. Why? Because I was up so early. But I need prayer, and I need peace to help me rise up above whatever I'm going to face. You know, it reminds me of Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I think it's so important to have a time in your day. Maybe you're not a morning person. Maybe you're a night person and that's the way God made you. Well, doesn't matter when you do this, but you need a time where you can actually find yourself rising up on the winds of the Lord, on the winds of the Spirit. That reminds me, Gail, of, of, of the eagle, right? When you say change perspective, is because, an, uh, um, you know, the, the eagle soaring so high, right? And it's, um, it's getting a different perspective. And what we want is God's perspective on things and situations, right? Um, and we get stuck in our, our own perspective our own point of views um even like i think of the world today right we want justice we want this and everything that's going on 
but having the eagle's eye perspective, like he can see from uh, far ways, right? And we want to shift our perspective, and that is our thinking, right? Our thinking to what God, what God says, and His perspective. I think what's important in the eagle, and you're talking about it already, is when the eagle rises up to a very high height. That eagle actually has really good eyesight, and he can see the big picture. And I think so many times when we're going through our daily walk and our daily life, what happens is when we're right in the middle of something that has just really bothered us or frustrated us, that's all we can see. One thing should never ruin your whole day. I just want to say that. Mm -hmm. But when you have things happen, maybe it's time to stop in your day, close your eyes, and say, Lord, help me to rise up and see the big picture. That's why I like the writings of Paul in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Man, how easy is it to lose heart? Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. You notice he said here, inwardly we are to be renewed day by day. And then this next statement, I almost wish wasn't even in the Bible because the first time I remember reading this, I wanted to slap Paul and say, what are you talking (laughs) about, Paul? He goes on and he says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Now, excuse me, Paul, when I'm in the middle, I'm talking Paul because he's the one that wrote these words. When I'm in the middle of a problem, it does not seem light nor does it seem momentary. But then he goes on and says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. So really what Paul is saying here to us, in the midst of this life, we have to remember we are not citizens of this world. We are citizens of the kingdom of God. And he said, outwardly, we are being wasting away. Inwardly, we are being renewed. You know, when I look, when I walk around my day, I feel like I'm 25. But when I look in the mirror, I realize I'm 61. So there's a big difference there. (laughs) But if I can keep my mind in my eyes on heaven and on the big picture, it can really help me through problems. Right. Eternal perspective. Eternity, eternity, right? Yeah. What, why we're here? Yeah. It's so important to keep your eyes. I'll say, keep your eyes on your fries. <laughs> I think about when I go to a restaurant and I order food and I have fries, and if I bring people to a restaurant, sometimes they want to snitch off my plate, and I like my fries. And so, I know when our team has gone out, I think Karen, you've taken a couple of my fries off my yes, plate. Yes, just know. a couple. So. Um, <laughs> So it's important that you keep the bigger picture in mind. And the reason Paul could say light and momentary, because he was measuring everything in the light of eternity. For us as who are believers, if we live 80 years and then go on to be with the Lord, that is nothing in compared to a span of life and time that never ends. So in light of eternity, eternity in light of God well how God thinks our troubles are light and momentary but at the moment we're going through them they don't seem that way 
So, you know, we need to remember, look, we're not alone. Mm -hmm. God is with us. He is not abandoning us. And I've got to say this. Don't live by how you feel. Because, boy, if you do that, you're going to be up one minute, down the next. Up one minute, down the next. You need to live by faith in God's word. And you got to call the things that are not as though they already are. And so you got to keep your eyes on eternity, but also you have to keep your eyes on the purpose that God has called you to do. And I want to say this, you may have made mistakes, you may have blown it, it really doesn't matter because if you ask God to forgive you and you come back to him, he puts you right back on your purpose, your purpose is not gone. Yeah, I just think of like, yeah, Satan likes just to, um, just, I picture him just like with a foot just knocking us off path, right off the Christ um, path that he has for us. But right, it's it's never too late. It's never too late. God, his love for us is greater than, um, yeah, our mistakes. So. Well, Satan's job is to steal from us, kill us, yeah. and destroy us. That's the enemy's job. He's a dream thief. He's a stealer. And he comes and he tries to steal your dreams, your joy, your peace. Uh, and how does he try to do it? By get, convincing you in the midst of your problem that you're a failure and that you'll never amount to anything and that God's plan for your life now is gone. And remember, when you're hearing all those things, the devil is the father of lies and lying mm. is his native language. So when you're hearing those things being whispered in your heart, you know who it's coming from. Yeah, it's really important to take those thoughts captive. Um, what I mean by that is um, when you first have the thought, right, Gail, that comes to mind um, that, you know, you're not good enough, you're, you're, you know, you're no good. Yeah, that, that plan that, uh, that, uh, that God gave you, yeah, that's not you. You don't have it in you. As soon as you have that negative thought, it's just like recognize who it's from. And it's from, right, like you said, father of lies, Satan. Um, and change your thinking. Do you know what I do with that thought? When what? he tells me junk like that, I say, thank you for confirming God's will for my life. If you say I can't do it, I know with Christ I can do all things. So you know what? Since you're nothing but a liar and you don't speak any truth, then what you're whispering in my ear is a confirmation. <laughs> right? So, and that's a change of perspective, Gail, of when we're recognizing that the enemy's at work, it's, that is a change of perspective, right? And when you were talking about the... Um, like he likes to rob our visions and our dreams. I actually just had that. Um, it was probably over a year ago where um, God has actually given me uh, this dream of even speaking here, right, on a podcast or on the radio. And I would, um, yeah, I got to the point of I didn't take the thought captive, <laughs> right? And it just kind of, if you don't take it thought the thought captive, the original one, it's just going to keep piling up one lie after another. And then pretty soon you're going to start believing those lies. And then you're right, hopelessness or depression may kick in. And that's the things that were kicking in at that time. But, um, but God, right? But God, his word, being in his word and having people come around you to uh, speak truth to confirm that and 
So when you buy into the lies, here's what it does. A lie doesn't have power unless you believe it. Yeah. So when you buy into the lie and you come in agreement with it, it gives that lie power to get you off track. Yeah. And that, you see, that's one of the major goals of the enemy is distraction and to get you off track so you do not fulfill what God has called you to do. So keeping a proper perspective is the only way you can walk in peace. The Bible says we are to be led forth in peace. And the only way we can be led forth in peace and the only way we can get through, I mean, it seems like right now with everything going on in the life and in the world right now, there's just so many things that hit us on the day-to-day basis that can steal our joy, our dreams, in our perspective. So Karen, why don't you lift up a prayer for people mm-hmm. today that have lost their vision. They can't seem to see their way ahead. You know, the Bible says without a vision, the people perish or they cast off restraint. Can you just lift up a prayer relating to for people to get a fresh vision and new eyesight for their future? Yeah. <clears throat> I just... um Lord, I just think of all who are listening right now. Um, I just pray that, yeah, (laughs) the enemy um, would be deaf, mute, and blind. Um, And Lord, that you would give um, your people ears to hear and um, a revelation of who you are and how much you love them. So Lord, um, yeah, (laughs) we just... um, we thank you that you have an amazing plan for each one of us. A unique plan just for each one individual who's listening right now. God has an individual plan just for you. And Lord, we just ask, Lord God, that you would just restore um, um, visions or dreams um, that Reveal to them, Lord God, the plans that you do have for them, the plans that prospers them, that not to harm them, plans to give them a hope in the future. Lord, we just come against any depression, Lord God, oppression. Um, in Jesus' name, we say no more Satan. <laughs> and Lord, we just ask for a fresh filling, a fresh filling of you, Holy Spirit. Lord God, that um, that your joy would just, uh, yeah, just bubble up, overflowing in them, um, that they would just have, uh, just be expectant of what you have for them. An expectancy that would just, um, yeah, and even an expectancy would just bubble up for each one listening, Lord God, of um, an excitement of all the plans that you have for them, Lord God. Um, yeah, just blessings and um, protection, provision for each one in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you would help people today to rise up and to get up. Lord, the Bible says, Though a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. So, Lord, what that means is you know we're going to fall. And you know we're going to skin our knees. But, Lord, you want us to get up, brush our knees off, rise up, and keep going. You know, I'm thinking of that statement that what we perceive as failure is actually the fingerprints to success. Everybody that has succeeded has had failures. And so, God, I thank you for Romans 8, uh, 28, that says all things 
work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he did predestine to be conformed to the image of his Son. And the Bible says, Lord, that you and I, that we all were created for good works in Christ Jesus. And I just pray right now for people that don't know why they're created, why they're on the planet, why they're here, that you would help them to find their purpose. Help them to get their eyesight back, their spiritual eyesight. I pray for the removal of scales, Lord, like when Saul was blind and Ananias came to pray for him. The Bible says that scales fell off his eyes and he could see again. For he thought he was doing the will of God, but he was off track in his life. For those that are off track, I pray that you bring them right back on track. And I pray that you would remove spiritual blindness in the name of Jesus and give new sight, new hope, and new encouragement, Lord. Lord, no one is ever lost because we might feel lost, but you know exactly where we're at. And you know what? Lord, I'm so thankful that when you call us, you know all about the detours we're going to take in our life. When you call us to do things, you know everything we're going to do. You know all about the failures ahead of time, and yet you still call us. And Lord, your word says that you chose the things that are not and the weak things to nullify the things that are, so no one can boast before you. Because in our weakness, you are made strong. Lord, we love you. We need you. And I pray right now, we pray, Lord, for the presence of Jesus to go into the homes, the cars. Lord, I don't know where people are listening to this at, but we just pray right now for the presence of the Lord. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Lord, I call upon your name, Prince of Peace. I ask, Lord, that you would send the angel of your presence to the heirs of salvation, Lord, and I pray right now in the name of Jesus that your peace would touch each heart and each life who's listening in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to Healing Begins. And we're really glad that we can be a voice in the night. Just encouraging you, I pray that if you have a friend that is struggling, you can actually go back to the radio station website under Healing Begins, under podcasts, and you can find this program and you can encourage your friends not only to listen to this program, but all the past programs. That's the exciting thing about this. So I want to say God bless you, keep you, cause His face to shine upon you, and give you peace. This program has been brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings. And remember, no matter what you're going through, Jesus is Lord of it all.
Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office in Hastings, Michigan. And that doctor's office is Family Tree Medical, and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson, a family physician. There are many people that are in need out there today. All of our services are free to the public on the healing center side of it. Dr. Carlson, you have to apply to be in his practice. But I'd love to hear from you. My email is gail at spiritualcareconsultants.com, and gail is spelled G-A-L-E. And I'd love for you to learn more about us by going to www.spiritualcareconsultants.com or www.scchealingbegins.com. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, for your prayers. May God richly bless you.